Welcome to Rental Equip Talk Radio with your host, Donald Charbonnet. This is the radio program designed for industry insiders, as well as anyone interested in getting into the rental equipment industry. Now, here is Donald Charbonnet. Good morning. How y'all doing today? I am your host, Donald Charbonnet, broadcasting live from the studios of Charbonnet Enterprises in New Orleans. Well, actually, it's the office in my house. But anyway, uh, today's show is sponsored by WGO Consulting, the go-to company for buying and selling equipment companies. The company is headed by the industry's leading legal mind that you've all read articles on, Mr. James Waite. Uh, I, too, am an associate, and we can be reached at James or Donald at WGLconsulting.com. If you don't have a succession plan, we can help. Write to us. A big thank you to all of our faithful followers, uh, especially those in the now 12 countries that we reached last week. I'm, I'm gratified that the show is, uh, is going as wide as it has all over the world. Tell your friends and associates, uh, I hope you enjoyed last week's show about strategic planning. If you didn't hear it, go back and listen to the podcast. I want to take a, just a quick moment and talk about lessons. I'm sure you've all learned different lessons uh, while being in this equipment rental industry. Uh, Some of them that I've learned, uh, work with people if you're new to a company and you will succeed. Another would be hard work and reward, excuse me, work hard and rewards will come. And always, always, always be honest and communicate with your business partner. And the last, and unfortunately for today, is death is sometimes cheaper than life. These and many other lessons can be learned uh, in my new book uh, entitled, Screw You, The Comeback is Always Stronger Than the Setback. Uh, Come take the ride as I, as many of you, uh, thought I was set for life in the equipment rental business, and you'll find horrific accidents, drugs, death, lawsuits, setbacks, and comebacks. And that's just the beginning of it all set within the rental industry. This is not some crime drama, though, I promise you. Uh, and you'll learn many more lessons in the book. And what I would really love is, is for you to email me the lessons that you've learned so that we can share them with the listening audience and uh, we can all learn from each other. And that's what this industry has always been about, learning from each other. Again, the book is available on Amazon entitled Screw You, The Comeback is Always Stronger Than the Setback. And remember, you can always listen on demand after the show, and if you have a certain guest or subject you like, as I got a a nice request this morning uh, for a couple of different subjects that uh, this gentleman would like uh, for me to discuss on the future shows, uh, rentalequiptalkradio at gmail.com, or call or text me at 504-615-0540. So what's new in the world of renting today? Uh, you got any new products that you're taking on? And if so, what's your plan for marketing them? you got to have a plan to be successful. And how's the weather affecting you and your company today and your market? Uh, safety first, always. And remember, the ARA show is right around the corner in February. It's not too early to start that shopping list. Uh, but I did read in the last couple of days that the uh, effective date for the new ANSI standards has been moved to March in 2020, so there's no rush on uh, beating the ARA show for any aerial equipment that you might have, but to double check, check with your 
aerial supplier and see what they have to say about it. And so today I want to talk about more issues around leadership and management, all in an effort to make you and your team the best at managing and leadership. So first, the unspoken truth about leadership. I think that we all know that leadership isn't all rainbows and butterflies. It's more like hurricanes, lost dogs, and sunrises. Leadership. If you scroll through any search engine, Pinterest or electric uh, image gallery, you'll find countless ways how not to be a manager and how to be a leader. You'll see pictures of globular workers with their globular leaders telling you the difference between a boss and a leader or a manager and a leader. I hate, hate, hate this analogy, and I'll get more into that why later. Being a leader doesn't mean that you are always at the back of the pack, triumphantly shouting, let's go, while film score hero music plays in the background. There are absolutely amazing parts of being a leader. I fully loved my jobs and would never go back to a non-leader role, especially my position in life. But I'm here today to keep it real. I've seen too many new leaders try to be the hero that they've seen on some of these other sites. I'm trying to avoid being the dreaded manager. They end up letting their whole team down. You see, the key to leadership is really about balance. And you know, sometimes being a leader sucks. Crucial conversations are probably the hardest part of becoming a leader. They certainly get easier the more you do them, but they still suck. Certain ones will always suck. But here's some quick advice on crucial conversations. First, just be yourself. Next, you have to assume positive intent. Never go into a conversation like like this with a write-up already in hand. You need to give the person a chance to talk about it. And next, don't push it off. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to your team. It's not fair to the employee. Just have the conversation. And if crucial conversations are your sticking point, There's a book that I can recommend called Crucial Conversations, Tools for Talking When Stakes Are High. And if you're talking to an employee, the stakes are always high. Finally, there should never be something on an employee's evaluation that they haven't heard before. Again, that's not fair. They didn't have a fighting chance to improve. If you have a conversation with them about it at some point during the year and then need to mention it again at their evaluation, they'll understand and already know what's coming. If you mention it it, in the first time at their evaluation, they'll probably take you to be the bad guy. So there are little ways that you can prepare for those conversations by 
planting seeds along the way and letting people be prepared uh, to be challenged on improvements that you've suggested and maybe they haven't fulfilled. And you lose some of their respect because you went wrong about it. Put yourself in their shoes for a minute and think about if your own boss brought something like this up in your evaluation for the first time, how would you feel? Your decision is sometimes the wrong one. Not a soul alive can tell you that you've never made a wrong decision. Not a leader alive can tell you that either. And if they do, chances are they're lying. Leaders do have to make decisions, sometimes on the fly. Sometimes that decision is the wrong one. The difference between a wrong decision in life and the wrong decision as a leader is that it doesn't just impact you. It usually impacts your whole team. And if it's the wrong decision, then odds are the impact is a negative one. And you'd be a fool to think they don't know that you're the cause of their misery. So, what do you do in this case? You fess up, apologize, and correct it. That's the kicker. Doing this will make everything smoother. Not doing this, like sticking with your decision because you've made it and you can't possibly tell your team that you were wrong, will disgruntle everyone, lower you on the respect scale, and may even cause people to leave. Did you know that the number one reason people seek new employment is because of their boss? Now, don't get me wrong. There are times when you make a decision and you have to stick with it. You can't be always changing your mind. That will leave you with the reputation for such, and eventually no one will trust your decision to ever be final. Again, the key is finding the balance. And remember, as a leader, you're always being watched. This is one of those things people that want to be leaders sometimes glamorize. People know leaders. When they speak, people listen. Yeah, leaders can be known throughout the organization. But for what? Are they known for the great work that they or their teams do? Or for being calm in difficult situations? Or are they known for all the wrong reasons, like someone that doesn't take responsibility? Someone that doesn't collaborate with others? It absolutely goes both ways. And once you're known for the wrong reasons, it's very difficult to get that switched around in the corporate world. When leaders speak, people listen. They do. They listen and they interpret. Sometimes they interpret wrong, not necessarily because they can't understand, but maybe the communication wasn't the greatest. People remember their interpretation and will throw it back at you later. 
And keep in mind, people watch leaders all the time. As a leader, you have to recognize this. When I first became a leader, I was lucky enough to get some experience as a leader before jumping into an official management position, especially in a family rental business scenario. And I got promoted and started taking on more responsibility. And it was hard because most of the personnel were older and more experienced than I was. And they were educating me to end up being their supervisor. Needless to say, I had a lot on my mind. At one point, I was talking to one of the managers and he says, you know, I know you have a lot going on right now, but you need to smile more. Your smile went away since you got this job, and that's what makes you. Wow. I was so busy thinking as I walked that I didn't realize that I probably always had what seemed to be a scowl on my face since I was so deep in thought. From that point on, whenever I was walking around people, and even to this day, I made sure to not have a scowl on my face. I don't necessarily smile, but I control my face. And again, I do it to this day, or at least try to, because I'm not around as many uh, co-workers as I used to be. People tend to care if they think their boss is mad at them. Then they tend to talk about it with others that think the same. Then it has the potential to turn into more than what it was in the first place. Other actions snowball. And the next thing you know, you got a big mess on your hands. As a leader, it's not fair to unnecessarily stress people out like that. And yes, because people get stressed because bosses give them the raises, remember? The moral of the story is to be mindful that you're always being watched and your actions are always being interpreted. Sometimes not the way you're intending. It's not as easy to just shrug it off as a bad day. At that point, let's take a quick break. Go back to Voice America. Thank you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The Genie Z60 37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60 37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. 
Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom lifts, visit genielift.com. That's genielift.com. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back. And uh, today uh, we're talking about leadership and we're on the subject of the unspoken truth about leadership and uh that it isn't all rainbows and butterflies, that it's sometimes more hurricanes and lost dogs and being a leader sucks and your decision is sometimes the wrong one and, you know, you're always being watched and people watch leaders all the time. And so next, uh, and unfortunately, leadership means you can almost never think about you. Every decision you make affects those that work for you and are counting on you. And it affects your customers too. You can no longer make decisions based on what is best for you. And if you do, you're a poor leader. You have to do what is best for your team, company, and customers. Putting you on the back burner. This might be the form of working long hours yourself so that your team doesn't get burned out. You'll need to take responsibility for your team's actions, even if you didn't agree with them. You'll not be able to talk about your employees to each other, no matter what the circumstances. And you'll take risk on people, and it may backfire. And you know, you're going to lose time with your family so that your team can have time with theirs. You must always be in a state of political correctness that you'll sometimes despise. Leadership is most often thankless. When I thank anyone, I wholeheartedly mean it. It's one of the things that you should like about your job. Thanking others puts meaning in their work. I'm not an overthanker by any means. I think that would take away the credibility. But if I see something that I appreciate, I like to say it. You'd be amazed how much that resonates with the person getting a compliment. 
of doing a good job. Being a leader is often thankless. It's not because people don't appreciate what you do. It's more that they don't really know what you do. When I mentioned about working long hours so the team doesn't have to, usually they won't know that. If they did know, they would probably appreciate it. But since they don't, leadership is very much a thankless position. As much of what you do for others may go unnoticed. And so it's, uh, it's not manager versus leader. So I hate the, the whole manager versus leader aspect. Well, in short, you can't always be the leader depicted in these monologues unless you're an informal leader who doesn't have holding others accountable in your job description. Then you're one of the lucky ones that might be able to pull that off. If you are any kind of a corporate leader or a leader of a team where you are responsible for a certain job that you get paid for and they get paid for with goals and objectives, you can't just be that leader. And always through my discussions on this show, when I say leader, you know, I'm talking about be it owner, regional manager, branch manager, service manager, sales manager, dispatching manager, whatever the case may be. Everybody has a leadership role. And you must be both. By trying to be a leader over a manager, you're failing at an important part of your job. Leadership and management are two different things. But they're both necessary in order to succeed in your role. A gentleman by the name of Warren Bennis wrote the book on becoming a leader in 1989, where he very clearly distinguished the differences between being a leader and being a manager. And so here are some aspects to think about. The manager focuses on systems and structure. The leader focuses on people. All of these systems, structure, people, must be taken into account when decisions are made or processes are developed. If a manager thinks of only the systems and structure, the decision and process will fail because the people weren't accounted for. If the leader only thinks of the people, the decisions or processes will fail because the systems and structure weren't accounted for. The manager relies on control. The leader inspires trust. And yes, we all want to inspire trust, and that's what we set out to do each morning. It's an important part of our jobs. But if you think that everyone will trust and automatically do what's expected of them because they trust you, you're sadly mistaken. You will have people that don't whether because they're incapable, they're one of those slackers that always try to slide by, or they just flat out disagree. There will be cases where you will need to utilize your control to get them back on track. 
you will have to tell someone what to do and how to do it. You will have to give someone disciplinary action. If you don't, you're failing yourself, that individual, your company, and the rest of your team as a whole. So you need to both inspire trust, but then take control when you need to. The manager accepts the status quo. The leader challenges it. Always challenge. An important part of innovation is challenging what is current. With that being said, there will be times when the status quo is what is necessary right now. The above statement makes it seem like the leader knows that there's something better and that the manager is just letting the opportunity go by. There might be something better. So by all means, challenge. But if there isn't, because there may not always be, it has to be okay to accept the status quo for the time being and not force something that isn't going to work just because it was challenged. You need to trust your people and know that you are not the keeper of all the knowledge. It's important to get to not get lost in all the hubbub surrounding management versus leadership as if a person can only be one or the other. Successful leaders must be both. You just have to know when to be each. Again, that word, balance. And leadership means you have the ability to change someone's life. Do you remember your first boss? I do. My dad. I bet you remember your best boss and your worst. I think I have been the leader in my career, and that was because I learned from many great leaders and terrible ones. I wouldn't be where I am today if I wasn't challenged by a boss or recognized by a leader and led by a mentor. As a leader, you have the ability to change someone's life. Never waste that opportunity. And while we all think of ourselves as self-made individuals, what if that first person hadn't taken a chance on you? It's possible that someone else would have. It's also possible that you'd be in a place where favoritism runs rampant and your chance of moving up was much less than your chance of moving on. Now picture all that in a family-owned business. What if that one person didn't tell you the difficult things that you needed to hear? You'd probably never know it. You would have had improved or whatever it was that you needed to improve. Eventually, you'd be turned down for a job or some goal that you want to achieve because you're lacking that skill. What if they or someone else didn't tell you how great you did at XYZ, inspiring you to do it again, only even better this time? What if they didn't challenge you to come out of your comfort zone in the first place? Would you have? 
You can't answer that honestly because you don't really know for certain. As a leader, you never know how you may inspire someone to do something great. At that, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Thank you. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The Genie Z60-37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60-37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high-efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit GenieLift.com. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website, at genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two-parts warehouses. Go to GenieLift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit GenieLift.com. That's GenieLift.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back. And today we've been talking about the unspoken truth about leadership. And most recently, leadership means you have the ability to change someone's life. And wrapping up, one of the, my greatest pleasures in life is seeing people accomplish things that they've worked on, worked hard to earn. And this means that they've grown to the point of blooming. So, of all the things that we've just talked about, in conclusion, I know this information can be a little negative. I didn't report on it to put leadership in negative light. I created it to bring out the raw honesty of leadership. So many new and aspiring leaders 
trying to glamorize leadership. Leadership's a wonderful thing. I wouldn't change it for the world. But it also comes with heartache, long awake nights, and disappointment. And as I started off this topic, I referred leadership to hurricanes, lost dogs, and sunrises. Hurricanes because there always needs to be a plan for the upcoming storm. There's always an upcoming storm, whether it be long hours or wrong decision. All storms need plans and actions. Lost dogs are those employees that are lost and that you need to bring back around. Conversations, inspiration, and truth will hopefully do that. Sunrises are my favorite. They are the great impact that you make on someone's life. The plans that go well. The conversations that turn positive changes. The reasons I love leadership. Leadership is a gift. Utilize it wisely. If life is a game, be someone's game changer. So, moving on from that subject a little bit. Many think... Uh, that you don't have to be on top to lead, that uh, being a leader means more than the title. And there's a myth about in leadership, you know, we can only lead when we're at the top. In reality, having a title, higher rank, or position of authority is often loosely related to leadership. You are not expected to lead as the in charge, but more often than that, not being in charge does not determine the quality of leadership. So, it is possible for someone to be a great leader and yet never run an organization. Conversely, that person can run an organization and be a terrible leader. And keep in mind that in this industry, there are many departments that need leadership. Again, as I repeat, service, sales, general management, etc. Even so, Many still mistakenly think that titles correlate to leadership skills, that generally having a position of authority meant quality leadership. Though having a title typically meant more experience in leading and managing in that position, it does not necessarily mean that you require a title in order to lead. It's due to the misunderstanding that we blur the lines between leadership and bureaucratic power, because both are vastly different things. Leaders inspire. They are people, excuse me, they are able to mobilize others and accomplish amazing things. People take their vision and make it theirs. They rise up to the occasion, going beyond what's expected. And in the conversation about leadership, we must assume we have no power Without the ability to sanction those who are unwilling to do our bidding, we can only be called a leader when we're able to mobilize others. So the CEO or owner or department head is a leader. The manager is a leader. But we must exercise our position of authority, then it's less leader, more bureaucratic. The purest form of leadership is insanely difficult to come by. Not many can wield zero authority and yet rally many to work for their cause. However, it is not impossible 
for people to lead when they're not in charge. And guess what? We need to lead ourselves first. Leadership's not a commodity. It should not be bestowed upon or given. Yet many aspiring to be leaders often look towards a position of influence, thinking that it might be a catalyst for growth. The reality is great leaders are leaders from within. They overcame passivity, took control of their lives, and held the steering wheel. When a leader is unwilling to lead themselves, they will fail to rally others. Now, while positions of authority have their inherent value, true leaders start leading without it. Many mistakenly place too much value on a position that bestows leadership. While positions of authority have their inherent value, true leaders start leading without it. Understanding that you have a responsibility now is more important step than to assume an elevated post. Leadership is more than just a role. It's an act that starts from within. When we are able to exercise control on things within us, we're able, we're better able to inspire others. The best way to think about this is like this. What would be an ideal leader you would like to be under? Seeking out a role model or working towards an ideal image can be the first step towards overcoming passivity. By leading ourselves, we will experience profound changes. Next, you got to think critically, but don't be a critic. When we lead ourselves, we desire answers. We have many questions about ourselves and others that we are curious to know the answer to. We ask more than we speak, harnessing genuine curiosity to point people towards solutions. Thinking critically and being critical are separate things. Leaders don't always win arguments. While they can express disagreement, they choose to be fair, unbiased, and objective. They choose to use their disagreement as a point of contention rather than that as commandment. Anyone can criticize. Leaders, on the other hand, think critically on how to improve and change course towards excellence. They choose to use their disagreement as a point of contention, again, rather than as a commandment. For them, they are interested in the solution rather than proving their point. They'd much rather solve the problem than to have everyone agree with something entirely wrong, simply because the leader said so. There are fundamental differences, but there are leaders who are habitually critical. With a position of authority, it is often difficult to distinguish between giving an alternative perspective and stuffing their point down people's throats. Aspiring leaders need to start exercising such control. It is okay to be wrong. 
The priority is always about solving the problem and improving the situation. Ironic as it is, leading ourselves should never lead to should never lead to it being ourselves. And again, in this industry, when so many people have to work together as a team, that leader is so important in motivating others. And also, you also have to accept responsibility instead of credit. When we complete a project, most would want recognition. Appreciation feels good. It keeps us going. Engages us and builds rapport. However, great leadership is not about credit. While we will still want to be recognized for the work we are doing and the impact we're having, not being in charge means that we value the responsibility of leadership more than any recognition. Responsibility can weigh a ton, and not many like to shoulder burdens like that when they could be easily given to someone else. Leading in charge means that we take responsibility for the controllable and the uncontrollable. However, leading in charge means that we take responsibility for, the, for both, controllable and uncontrollable, regardless of whether we are officially in charge or not. We step up and we embrace it. When we're not in charge, we accept responsibility instead of credit. Though we remain aware of the credit and recognition that can come from carrying out our responsibilities, we place more emphasis on executing the task as a leader than at the selfish goals. And unfortunately, with the myriad leadership programs, management trainee programs, courses and books, there are still people leading terribly, even when they're holding positions of authority. Though not everyone has the privilege or luck to have a poor leader ousted, choosing to accept unfairness and start leading ourselves can eventually change things. Leaders are not people who can occupy certain roles that come with authority. Leadership cannot be given. It is something that we must nurture within ourselves. When people mistakenly believe that wielding authority equates to leadership, they give rise to bureaucracy and thus leadership loses meaning. Without a position of authority, how many people can you start rallying today for a cause? The answer is always one, because the first person you can always rally is yourself. So with that said about leadership, take time to go back and think about yourself and your methods and the way that you handle your people. Over the course of many of these podcasts, I've given suggestions uh, based on research of how you can make your team better, stronger, make yourself better and stronger, because the better you are as a manager can lead to other positions along the way and make sure that your future 
is strictly in one person's hands, and that's yours. And so make sure that you do the right job to make not only yourself be better, but make your team look better. I think many of these larger companies rely on these regional managers to see who's next in line. Should there be turnover? Should there be uh, somebody who leaves the company? There's a number of different things that can happen along the way that uh, you as a leader will be looked upon to help make those critical decisions for the betterment of your company, which means for the better service of your customers. And with that, let's take a little break before we go into the last uh, part of our show. And I'll see you back here in just a couple of minutes. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Genie Aerial Pros is one of the most comprehensive industry websites focused on safety and standards, service, and new products and applications. The Genie Aerial Pros site features experts in aerial and rental markets with five decades of experience and shared knowledge. You'll also get information on upcoming industry and company events, videos, training, and more. The Genie Aerial Pros website is available on a wide variety of platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or through our own website at genielift.com. Genie Genuine Parts undergo testing on long-term durability and reliability, which means higher equipment resale values and warranties for you. You don't want to waste time and money on generic parts or even counterfeit parts, especially in the long run. Genie Genuine Parts are factory fitted and field tested to the highest of standards, which means more machine uptime. We also have free ground freight on orders of $750 or more from our two parts warehouses. Go to genielift.com to find out more. Have you tried the new generation of Genie XC Booms? The XC stands for extra capacity, and with new technology in the design, the Genie XC Booms carry a higher load with dual capacity capability, compliant to global industry standards. Save time while you increase productivity. The new Genie XC Booms are common in design, parts, and accessories for easier servicing. For more information about the Genie family of XC Boom Lifts, visit genielift.com. That's genielift.com. The Genie Z60 37FE Boom Lift is at the forefront of true hybrid technology. It is actually two machines in one that can be used for both indoor and outdoor applications. The Genie difference is a lower cost of operation and cleaner performance. The Genie 60 37FE Boom Lift is more fuel efficient, driven by high efficiency AC motors, which means lower emissions too. Check out the Genie FE difference today. Visit genielift.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Rental Equipped Talk Radio with Donald Charbonnet. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. That's rentalequipedtalkradio at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. And welcome back to the last segment of the show. Today we've been talking a lot about uh, leadership and leadership versus management and a number of other subjects along the way. 
So now, have you ever heard of the pillars of management? Often, when coaching managers were asked about prioritization and focus, for newer managers, it can be difficult to understand all the aspects of your new role. Where do you put your time? What skills should you focus on developing? How do you ensure that you aren't overreaching with your department managers? For more seasoned managers, it's more about prioritizing all the different parts of your role. How do you strike a balance between leading and managing? How do you decide between doing tasks that improve your particular discipline versus tasks that impact cross-functional product teams and business strategies? So here's some, some pillars. Many of you have direct reports. You're responsible for managing the careers of your team members and ensuring that they have what they need to be successful in their roles. If you find your team members are blocked, help unblock them. If they need mentorship, it's up to you to help them find the right help. In general, you should advocate for them and help them. And the business. Do your teams understand the company's business objectives? Are they working together effectively to meet those objectives? Is their strategy sound? Your role is to help identify and troubleshoot teams that are off track, as well as highlight and encourage teams that are performing at a high level. You should also be knowledgeable about each of your team's product areas and goals, or service areas and goals, so that you can confidently advise them and other leaders. Work quality. If you're new to management, it's likely that you'll be told this isn't your job. While it's certainly true that a lot of new managers accidentally over-index on work quality, since it's their comfort zone. The solution shouldn't be to completely divorce yourself from the work. Anyone managing a team is still ultimately accountable for what winds up being produced and its impact. While you should trust your team and give folks room to find their own solutions and develop their teams, you're ultimately one of the curators of what goes out into the world and need to be comfortable giving feedback and guiding projects towards successful outcomes. Okay, great, but what now? Assuming you agree with all this, the next exercise you should do with people is to identify which of these are currently indexing heavy on you. It's not uncommon, for instance, for a manager, new or otherwise, to find themselves heavily focused on only one or two of these things generally. For new managers, you may find yourself more drawn to your direct reports and work quality. For seasoned managers, managing multiple teams or others may find that you spend most of your time thinking about the business and your discipline. And it's a balancing act. The truth is that priority orders with these management pillars change constantly. Take a moment 
and think about which of the pillars you're currently indexing on heavily. Are you making the right trade-offs? How can you start to pay more attention to the parts of your job you're currently focused on? In what ways you begin to strike a balance between each of these to become a more effective leader of your team? So, okay, enough about leadership and management, I think, for, for one day. Uh, as we start to wrap up, uh, I know the equipment business isn't always as complex as much of these theories state, but some of these ideas can be very useful to, for the success of your business. As always, if you want to reach me, rental equip talk radio at gmail.com or 504-615-0540. And remember, you can always listen on demand. And I hope some of this stuff helps the success of your business. Next week, I think everybody's mind will be on Thanksgiving and, and being with their families. So unless you're on call, of course. But you can still listen to, to my show on customer satisfaction. That's satisfaction. And don't forget about my book on Amazon, Screw You. The comeback is always stronger than the setback. And please, please, please send me some of the lessons that you've learned so far in your career. I'd love to share them with the rest of the audience. If you'd like to be a guest, suggest a guest, advertise, or have a question, or need a guest speaker or consultant, please let me know. And remember, if you're interested in representation in buying or selling, think about WGO Consulting. That's WGOConsulting.com. Today's quote, courage is contagious. When a brave person takes a stand, the spines of others are often stiffened. So said Billy Graham. And if you have a quote that you'd like me to state on the show, I'd love to get your quotes to be able to share them with the listeners. Remember, this show is uh, about you and for you. Uh, again, I'm a veteran of the business, want to share ideas, and uh, that's what makes it fun is, uh, is giving back to an industry that I've spent uh, my entire life in. And uh, as always, it's uh, it's been my honor to spend this time with you. Uh, I am your host and diehard of the rental industry. I'm signing off, uh, not having a chance to wish everybody a happy holiday season until after Thanksgiving. But remember, it's service that wins and keeps the business. Be safe and good renting and have a safe holiday season. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Rental Equip Talk Radio. Be sure to join your host, Donald Charbonnet, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition on the Voice America Business Channel. Until we speak again, have a great week.